Welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio. I created this show as a way to connect deeper with each of you, to remind you you are not alone, that you were made for the hard shit. As creatives, entrepreneurs, moms, CEOs, we are magic and each of us has a unique gift and purpose to share. I hope you feel encouragement, support, connections, and real, raw, authentic moments as you tune in. Life is not meant to be perfect, so stop and remind yourself that you can find happiness in the day-to-day while building the life of your dreams. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and if you'd like to get weekly words of encouragement, text me the word FRIDAY to 619-332-3045. Back to Beauty Inspires Beauty, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, and I'm here with an amazing guest that we were put in touch by one of our mutual friends, Jacqueline, and I'm so thankful because she's been on the podcast before, and you know, when you just have really rad conversations with women, and then they're like, you know what, you need to talk to one of my girlfriends because she's also amazing. I'm like obsessed with that, so anytime anybody puts somebody in my bubble, they've always been like the most amazing guests, new friends interaction people that like I would have not otherwise got to meet before so I'm just like so excited to have you on we've chatted a little bit before but tell the listeners who you are and what you're up to yeah thank you so much for um, having me on my name is Dresden Palms and I own Palms Pro Books so it's a virtual accounting firm where I have a heart to serve coaches and creative female entrepreneurs, and I have a handful that are actually in the beauty industry. Um, And so for me, I found that um, a lot of the women who are very creative, their mind is so great at seeing colors and numbers or colors and formulas, and they just have that artistic eye, but they tend to struggle with more of like the financial or um, data-driven decisions for their business. And so my goal is I feel to help very, empower I feel, I have them. To pause you. I feel very called out right now, but I also have to agree 1 million percent with you. A hundred percent there. A million hundred percent. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's so right. No, but you're so right. So yeah, sorry to interrupt. I'm like, I know there's some of us. Okay. So I want to lump everybody together. There's a, a handful and of, of us who have all of that part of our brain, but the rest of us, I don't know if it's all the color fumes from how much color we've done over the last 20 years <laughs> or the amount of hair I've eaten. I'm not sure, but it's, it's caused that part of my brain to shut off. And so I ha- heavily rely on people like you that have that skill set that I swear it just you got a different part of the brain that I just didn't get. I just didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel the same way. Like, because I do see a lot of numbers and I'm good at analyzing that data, sometimes I struggle with that more artistic eye. So when it came to um, learning marketing or branding my business, I had to rely on a lot of my creative friends to help me in that area. So we all just have our own strengths. That is true. That's fair. I love that. But what about for all of us that want to be like all the things? I I realize also I can't do everything myself in my business and learning Mm -hmm. that um, there are people that are smarter than me that can do things a lot easier and quicker and more efficient uh, has completely changed my business. And I know that's what you do for a lot of people. You mentioned that you work with a lot of people in the beauty industry too, because Mm -hmm. that's not the fun, sexy part to do, you know, your business finance, your bookkeeping. I mean, it is sexy to count how much money you have and to check your bank accounts, but most of us just want to show up, do the work, and then have somebody else worry about all of that. So I think now that we have social media and the ability to meet people all over, it's not just like your mom's accountant doing your bookkeeping, right? Or like somebody you got stuck with and now you've been with them for 15 years, but you don't know any different. A lot of people are scared to change like bookkeepers or 
people that do this kind of stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. when you work with beauty professionals, what are some of the things that you, um, first like talk to them about, or how do you get them? Say, say you meet somebody who's kind of like a little mm -hmm. bit of a shit show. Like what's your, what's your framework or structure to get them out of that shit show? Sure. So, um, it all starts with creating that really firm foundation. And so I go in and I help them get a, a, um, platform. So if a lot of them, maybe don't have a system or a software in place, they're probably going in just relying on their bank balance to try and really track their finances and make these decisions. So what I do is I go in there, I get them set up with QuickBooks Online. I get everything entered, categorized, ready to go. That way we can see what we're working with. We can know what their financial standing is. And then I walk alongside them, help them really understand um, what their financial reports are telling them so that I can empower them to make wiser, more strategic decisions going forward. So I really partner with um, my clients. That way I'm there no matter what questions they have. Um, I'm just trying to help relay some concepts to them in ways that's going to click and make sense for their mind. Yeah. I have a friend, she, she does this kind of work as well. And I swear when she like looks at the back end of some of my stuff, sometimes she's like, Oh my effing God, like, how did you ever survive? I'm like, I don't know. I winged it for the first 10 years of my career until, um, it was like the umpteenth time during, uh, tax season that my girlfriend, she's amazing. I have, she, I literally, I would have been homeless if it wasn't for, no, I'm kidding, but like close to it because she helped me get all of this in order. Like you do for so many people. And it was like, after the, I swear the 10th year of come tax season where there was a huge chunk I owed because I wasn't responsible enough to like put the money away and make sure that I had everything mm -hmm. coming out. Like it was supposed to, she was like, all you need is QuickBooks, like set it up, send it to me every month. Like mm -hmm. I'll do this for you. It's really actually more simple than you're making it. But when we don't want to do things, we make them so complicated and so hard. So getting systems set up in your business sounds like a four letter word, but really it's like the savior um, in your business. Cause you can see it's all right there. Like numbers don't lie. That's what made it yeah. easier for me is I was like, Oh, this is literally simple. Like I it's, mm -hmm. there's no messing up. You're like, you either have the money to invest in something if you want, or you don't, you've either made enough profit in your business or you haven't, you're either spending more than you're making or you're not. And like, what are ways mm -hmm. that you can kind of like, make sure that you're not in this, I don't know cycle and just like winging it and trying to figure things out as you go. So bookkeeping, money management, you talk a lot about money mindset. Have you had to do a lot of money mm -hmm. mindset work with some of your clients? Oh, definitely. I think, I mean, even as a numbers and financial person, I even have to do money mindset. Like it's, it's just something that you're constantly going through. And so um, one of my favorite books, it was actually recommended to um, me by one of my mentors. Um, it's um, Get Rich, Lucky Bee. And that works a lot um, of, like, it just goes back and challenges how you think about all of the different things. Um, and you really have to go back and think about how you're viewing money and whether yeah. you're looking at it from a place of scarcity or abundance. And it's something that I think is always going to be a continual growth. You're never going to be completely over it. I don't think, but definitely. I could, I could not agree more. I had this incident that happened to me at the gym this morning. That was so interesting. And actually it actually, I felt bad for the person I was having the conversation with because he was stuck in such a scarcity mindset. Um, that it made me realize how far I've gone with my money mindset. Cause sometimes you forget where you were at a certain point because mm -hmm. you've done the work and you maybe grown, but like some situations will make you feel like, Oh shit, I got a lot more work to do. And then this morning situation made me feel like, wow, I really have 
come a long way. I see this guy at the gym uh, probably every every other morning when I'm there, and he'll come up and he I think he follows me on social. And he, this morning he shared something with me that he um, pulled a quote or something that I had written. He was like, "Oh, I just want to. I really love this." And we were talking about coaching, and I'm like, "Why don't you do anything online? Or what, where's your head at with stuff?" And he's like, "Oh, he started talking about feeling out of integrity and this and that." And then you know, as a coach, I asked him a few more questions. And basically he felt like he couldn't charge for his services. There was like this money mindset stuck around charging for his expertise, even though I know he's so well-educated, he would literally be an expert in what he would be talking about. But, you know, he wanted to tell me how his $120 shoes were. He got them on sale for $29 and that he wouldn't buy another pair until there were holes in this one. And I said, Hey, to each their own with how you want to spend your money, but the ability to make money and know how to do it and, and be able to pay attention to it. That's a whole nother game. Like, had he learned how to pay attention to money and be more abundant with it, he'd have like 18 pairs of $120 shoes and be able to choose whichever pair he wanted. Maybe shoes isn't everybody's thing, but you get what I'm saying. Like it was yeah, one of those definitely. moments where I was like, I'm grateful to have done the work and money mindset work is really tough because it's usually generational. It's usually something you grew up learning mm -hmm. that, you know, you heard time and time again, like money doesn't grow on trees or we don't have money for that. Or you can't have that also because we don't have enough. Um, mm -hmm. and you learn to like repeat those, like you say those same things as, as an adult or as you're growing. So becoming aware, my girlfriends and I just had a whole ass conversation yesterday about, um, ignorance being bliss. And we're like, why do we have to be so aware of things? Like it makes you so responsible, <laughs> especially as parents. You're like, dang it. I have to do better. Cause I know better now. And that's how mm -hmm. money is, right? Like once you know better, yes. like, it's like, you got to do better. Exactly. There's definitely two key um, mindset blocks that many people have. It's one is undercharging when they don't realize um, that they deserve to be paid what they're worth. And then the mm -hmm. other aspect of it is overworking themselves because they think the only way to make more money is by working yourself to death. So it's trying oh. to get in the middle of both of those and that's your happy place. Yes. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast episode, you're resonating with one of those two, maybe both. Um, maybe you're <laughs> undercharging and overworking. Uh, I have been there. And I will tell you that that will cause so much chaos and destruction in your life. That's why I got divorced the first time when I was 25 years old, because all I knew was to work more to make more. And um, I, I thought that, you know, because I was making more, I should spend it all. So I bought a house I couldn't afford and no one really talked to me about money. My mom was kind of in between where we didn't really talk about it. You know, I knew she worked hard and then she had nice things. And so I thought, okay, I'm working hard. So buy the nice thing, which was the house that we couldn't really afford. And that's when I really started to learn my mindset around money and making money and, you know, why I wanted to make money and why paying attention to the numbers was so important. Because if I wanted those things, I had to learn how to what to do with my money, especially once I made it. And I think, you know, it's one thing to make money. It's another thing to keep the money that you have. And so when you have somebody like you in their, in their life to pay attention to the numbers and pay attention to what's coming in, what's going out, um, that can really change the game for people on how much money they actually get to keep. That's what I've really noticed too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the people that I, um, new clients especially come to me because they have no idea how much they can afford to pay themselves, whether they're um, a contractor booth renting from a salon or whether they're, you know, owning their own salon and trying to manage employees and things. And a lot of the time they're afraid to take money out of their business because they don't know how much they can really afford because there's usually like a cash flow issue as well. So yeah. that's one thing that I, I really try to get clear on their numbers. That way I can empower them to pay themselves properly and know how much they can afford to take out of their business. 
Mm, I love that. Why is helping creative females so important to you in like in the business world? Like what, what does that mean to you? Yeah. So my heart is with women. Um, I, there were things that I faced in corporate America that, um, were just really hard. And I think that there's a whole different sphere for women trying to create something for themselves and, um, change the name. And I found that, um, in the course of my business, so I have a lot of friends who are creatives and ironically, I started out in the creative industry. So my aunt Lori was a hairdresser. And at one point I thought I was going to follow her path, um, own my own salon one day, take it over from her when she was ready to retire. But I found that my mind works different. I, I'm better with numbers and data. So I went on to pursue accounting. And so now that's where my heart is because I have so many people that I can relate to in those creative fields. I feel like I can relate and talk to them well, and I know how to serve them better. So that's where my heart is on trying to take t- concepts that's generally not freely given um, and something that's really lacking for them and make it really applicable. I agree. I I totally agree. And I feel like, how can I say this? I feel like the women's empowerment movement has always kind of been there, right? Like all the women's rights Mm -hmm. and all the things. And I I feel like there's an even stronger underlying tone now with us stepping into the podcast space, which is only consumed by 20% women podcasters, which is wild to me. Um, Given how much we talk, this is proof. (laughs) If that's not proof that men do actually fucking talk more than we do, I don't know what, what else there is. Okay. Okay. That's like 80% men, 20% women. It's like, we got to change the game there. Um, So if you're listening side note and you want to start a podcast, I'm creating a course coming in January. That's going to take you from idea to launch in your, in your podcast idea. Even if you don't even really have a full blown idea, we'll get you there. We'll get you formatted. And then when you want to like make some money on your podcast, you know who to call. Dresden's going to take care of you to create a business around a podcast. You can make six figures doing a podcast. If it's something you want to get into, you got a message you want to share with people. Like you can make a business out of anything, but you know, Mm -hmm. back to the women supporting women, I think you know, we're able to do that by platforms like this, like me introducing you, Jacqueline introducing you to me and like just Mm -hmm. the ways in which we can all collectively like lift each other up. That was like my whole mission when I started this podcast was we were closed during COVID. And I knew that if I created a platform, I could let other salon owners share their frustrations, what they were working through, how they were dealing with stuff. And I was like, even if this only lasts for a couple months and I get to at least like create this avenue for people to you know, have an outlet, that's what I want to do. Um, and so, you know, but the women supporting women stuff and getting people to like, really take, take up space, like take up Mm -hmm. space. Like you, there's room for all of us, but like, especially women who are powerful. And one of my mentors, Chris Harder always said something that it resonated with me, but I think more now as I'm stepping into this online space, not such a brick and mortar service person anymore, but the women with money can like change the world. So when we have money to do things with, we create good in the world. I'm not saying men do the opposite. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying women are givers. Women want to serve. Women want to like donate and and give things. And so like when, when you make more money, you have the ability to be more charitable and to do bigger fun things like that. Um, So many of my coaching clients come to me and they say things like, yeah, I'm like, what are your top three goals? You know, it's usually work one day less behind the chair. It's spend more time with my family and uh, be financially free. So I'm like, well, it's simple math on how to work one day less behind the chair. Dresden, you could probably do that simple math for people, right? You're going to do two mm-hmm. things. You're going to raise your prices and, and equate that one day off, or you're going to figure out a way to do, I don't know, 
you know, more clients in, in those less days. Um, and then the financial freedom one is always interesting to me because that's different for everybody. For me, I wanted location freedom. It was the money, but it was more location. I want to be able to work from wherever I want, which I've never been able to do because I've been a one-on-one service provider. So that mm-hmm. trumped the financial part of it. But financial freedom for a lot of people means being able to pay their regular bills and have a little bit extra. Like it's not always mm-hmm. I want to have a fucking yacht and a, and a private jet and a chef. Some, some people it is and I command it. <laughs> like if that's, your, if that's what you want, go for it. But for a lot of people, right. it's just to be able to like do the normal things like buy organic groceries or be able to take a day mm-hmm. off or to be able to go on a vacation or to be able to stay home with your kid if they're sick. And when you pay attention to your numbers, when you do this due diligent work, like the path is clear. You can see, do I have the means to do it? Like what, what do I need to do in order to set myself up for that? So, um, I love that you're stepping into this power for yourself and then helping so many other people create that power for themselves. Because when you got money in the bank, like there's all, there's, I don't, there's, that might be better than feeling skinny on a skinny day. If you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you guys get what I'm saying, but like having money creates that, that sense of like freedom. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And it's yeah. interesting that you um, mention that server heart because a lot of women, that's another mindset block because a lot of women um, want to earn more so that they can bless others more and don't necessarily feel like they deserve to be spent on. Like they would much rather any extra income that they give, they would much rather buy something for their husband or spend it splurging on their kids. And, and, you know, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. It's wonderful to give and to um, provide for your family. But at the same time, we also need to take into account that it's okay to spend money on ourselves too. Yes. Oh, tell them girl. I love that. Um, that's part of my self-care ritual is like creating, like to work really hard. I motivate myself. That's how it was when I used to work out, uh, and compete. I was like, okay, get through the week doing what you need to do. You can go get yourself a new pair of Nikes or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. it was like an incentive to do the hard work because we all, we all have a carrot we want to chase, right? Like we all have the thing that drives us to show up every day and like work really hard. So I think mapping out what that is for you, if it's buying a new house, driving the car you want, putting your kids in private school, being able to buy your kids, whatever they want. Um, when you stay focused in that, doing the work seems a lot easier and hiring someone like Dresden or people to take over the accounting stuff. If it's not super fun for you, or you're not really into it, like makes a world of difference. It changed my entire business. So, uh, where can people find more from you if they're like, okay, I got it, Jessica. I need to get my shit together. I am a hot mess express. And, um, this is like the 18th podcast episode you've done with somebody who can help me fix my shit. So I'm going to, I'm going to listen today. Where can they find you? Yeah. So they can, um, I have my own website. It's palmsprobooks.com. Um, I have a whole bunch of information on there. I even have my free bookkeeping guide on there that you guys mm. can download. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. So both of those are the places that I kind of hang out. Um, so, um, I think that are you oh, yeah, it's right here. You guys, I'm on her Instagram. Okay, perfect. I'm on the gram right now. She's got a free bookkeeping guide. You can grab that on her Instagram or you can get it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes um, underneath this episode. You, listen, I, if you guys have any takeaways from today's episode, we would love to hear how you're getting control of your money situation in your life, what you're doing to create more financial freedom in your life. Um, because we just like to keep this conversation going. That's why I, this is nothing new. You guys all know you need to have, you know, your shit in order in order to be able to pay attention to your finances. That's, that's not rocket science, but there are 
beautiful, amazing people out there like Dresden who want to help you do these things. And so that's what I've learned along my entrepreneur journey the last couple of years is give give the things to people that don't light you up. Like doing my numbers doesn't get me excited. Her sending me a statement at the end of the month, that's good. I, we can get excited about that for five minutes, right? So I know where I'm at when I go into the, the next fiscal quarter or whatever. But you know, it's not something I want to pay attention to on the regular. So being able to delegate that as one of the things you don't really want to spend time doing is huge. So thank you for doing what you do. And thank you for like speaking up for women to like empower them to pay attention to this kind of stuff, because it's up to us to be able to take control of our finances. It's, it's not the situation you were quote unquote put in. It's the situation you allow yourself to stay in. So if you've noticed, you know, patterns that aren't serving you in your finance life, then it's, it's time to wake up and and really like get a grip on that shit. So you guys go follow Dresden. Tell us what you loved about this podcast episode. We, we're sending you love, always bringing you tools and tips on how to really take care of your business and yourself. So Dresden, thanks for your time today, sweetheart. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.